0: It's okay. It's okay. No, it's okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Today's Hashish Tazriya and Metzaira is a long discussion about the Nege seras, <clears throat> And there's a very interesting Gemara. The Gemara says that Hilchas Seras, Rubai of Lochas, is mentioned in the Torah. The majority, all the details, is mentioned in the Torah. And Hilcha Shabbos, the majority, more than 95%, is not mentioned in the Torah. There's Lamites, Malochas, 39, Malochas, you're not to do Shabbos. In the Torah is mentioned, the maximum is four. The Torah is mentioned, you're not to make a fire, with Savari Eish, to According to one opinion, ibe Ibekotze Tishbois. The Torah says you should rest when you plow, and we cut the field, and, and one haitzur, carrying out is mentioned in the Torah. from the 39 Malochas, only four is mentioned. In the Metzodah, the Gemara says 90% is mentioned. It's very interesting. Even though Shabbos is mentioned in the Torah, according to the Zoyer, 49 times or 50 times but it doesn't say what. It says don't work, don't work Shabbos, keep Shabbos, but it doesn't say any place, doesn't say any place, um, doesn't say any place in the Torah what what you should do with Shabbos. Just mentions, you know, just mentions uh, you have to keep Shabbos. Why is that so? This is a very, very famous question. So I wanna explain something very interesting. The word Mitzvah means that's that you find the bad things. The word is the people who always find something wrong in others. That's how they work. Instead of seeing the goods in others, they always get focused what's wrong. That's why a person speaks Losh Nara, because Losh and is is The trick in life is, is to look for only the good. If you look for the good in people, the sweetness in people, the kindness in people, the mitzvahs that people do, you live a much better life. Because when you try to look at the people, the negative things, that turns, uh, it's not not the most uh, productive. You, you could come, you're always competition, you are always in a competitive mood and unhappy. If you just look at a person and the goodness of a people, it helps you enormously. But besides that it helps you enormously, it makes people much closer. Everyone in life wants to be seen as good and pure. We, every one of us. Me too. How often we do things that's wrong and we say, to them, I wish no one saw me. I wish. I hope there's no hidden cameras over here. You know what I mean? how often we do things where we're not the most proud of it, and we don't—we hope no one over there saw us do what we were doing. That's human nature. So if we ourselves, we hope and wish no one saw us, why do we expose others? We are humans, we have faults, we have shortcomings. Focus on the good of others. And if once a person focuses on the good of others, he feels a lot better about life. You don't have this competition, and this running, and So, I, I want to explain something very interesting. The Rav Nachman has a very, very deep explanation, which he says is the most important thing you could do for yourself. He says that a person should look at himself as the good points. Often, we get depressed, we get unhappy, we get in a blues, I call it the Sunday blues, or the Shabbos blues. We get uh, in a, how do you you get out of it? One of the things he explains is you should find the nekudois tevis in yourself. The good points about yourself. See, what happens is when we're in a bad mood, in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a downwards mood, we think that the whole world is in a bad mood. You ever notice, so you come sweaty from some job you've done or from jogging, you think the whole world is sweating. Take a shower, you think the whole world is clean. What happened? A minute ago you were sweating, and you thought the whole world was sweating. Took a shower, now you think the whole world is clean. That's, the, that's because we project, we look at things that way. This is how we, but the truth is, Just because you're in a bad mood doesn't mean the world is in a bad mood. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. Just in the mood is not a good mood. You got to snap out of the mood. And the way it keeps on saying is find the goodness in yourself get attached to a Jewish person, you said brachas, you believe in Hashem, and you want to strive for spirituality, anything uh, just to make yourself in a good mood. He says, not only is this gonna help a person to stay focused on the road of Yiddishkeit, but he says if you do it to others, you literally could help them become religious. You focus on the goodness that other people do, the mitzvahs and the kindness, and what they do, this causes other people also to find, to get attached to the goodness. See, because when you think about someone, it has an impact. We know this from the Bar from uh, where a person thinks that's where he is. And if you think about goodness of the person, you bring out the goodness of the person. So you could think of a person two ways. You think, well, the guy sinned and he did this, terrible. And you could look at, it, you know, yes, but he has this... Baruch Hashem, he came to shul, and Baruch Hashem, he does this, and Baruch Hashem. Yes, we all have our challenges in life. See, when people focus on the bad, it's because their competition is there. He is not so good. I am better. Both could be great. There's room for two people to be great. There's room for the whole world to be great. (laughs) But our competitive edge doesn't allow us to see. So the trick is to see Focus on the good things. When a person does this, he'll find goodness in people, and he will leave the badness behind him. The loshem etzoida is not just moitzira. You you take it's also moitzi means to take out the bad. You should take out the bad attitude of yourself because inametzoida comes because he speaks Losh hara. The why these people gossip? Is because they want to put people other people down. I'm good, and he's not so good. Unless sometimes people gossip, it's not the gossiping, it's just frustrated, and vents <laughs> someone to help him. But just the simple gossip comes because sort of you make yourself feel better than the other person. That's what the, lush, the gossip really comes, comes around. So that's very important. Because you should know, emotionally, you get connected to people when you appreciate them much better. And if you find the goodness in other people, you get connected to them, you appreciate them much better. So... Anyways, there's another one important thing about a metzodah. A mitzvah is from the harshest tumor that's mentioned in the Torah. A metzodah really has a negative seras. It makes the person tommy. You know how he is? That he walks into the room, everything in the room becomes tommy. It's a very, very harsh tumor. Many different carabonas he has to bring when it becomes to her. It is not an easy tumma. I've said off and over mm-hmm. that imagine every time we speak Lashon and, and every time we speak Lashon we would, we, you know, if we would know we would become a Mitzayda, we would, what's his name, think a hundred times before we, you know, imagine you become a Tsaras. Your skin turns white, your forehead. You think a hundred times before you do such a thing. Because, you know, Unfortunately, when we do something wrong, as I said before, we hope it's recovered. Imagine every time we do a sin, there's a big mark on your forehead. You just did this and this. Boy, will that stop us from sinning. Lashonara was that way. We lost that great gift because we we spoke so much Lashonara. But the truth is, there's another very profound thing. In in the Pashas Mitzvah, it says five times that, Torah so is to- is Zed. different t- wording. The Medrash says, because the Mitzras, if you learn Torah, the learning of the Torah will help you get out of the tumor and connect to Kedusha. There are people who are addicted to, to crazy things, and there's nothing that takes a person away from their addiction as much as learning Torah. Torah literally elevates you brings you out helps a person so the learning of Torah is is the most powerful thing to get to acquire kedusha so that's why the pash's mitzvah is written all the details so when you read the Torah, it helps a person to get out of the negative thing of the tzaras and it really become Torah. see Someone told me there's a saying, I don't know where the saying comes, but I've heard this more than once already. Someone told me there's a saying in the world that goes like this. Very intelligent people talk about uh, uh, theories, talk about scientific things. Mm -hmm. Middle people talk about events very small people talk about others. You know, a very person who's very bright people, not interested in talking about, was the Super Bowl a good ball uh, game? Was it not a good game? They'd rather discuss some deep meaning about life and something about uh, simple people, like you know, more simple people would talk about, you know, talk about the game. People very low like to talk about others. If you tell yourself, I always remember this when I tell yourself you don't want to talk about people, you cut ninety percent of your conversation out. And I was a newlywed, and I told my wife that you know I uh, you know, I don't want to speak Loshinara, so let's not talk about people. I realized there was ninety percent of conversations are cut out. But if you have children, okay, talk about the children. If you don't have children, what are you going to talk about? Got to talk about people. If you talk about people, speak Loshinara. I remember we made a deal, she'll listen to the news, and she'll tell me what happened in the world, and we'll discuss the news, you know, you want to talk, and you want to have a conversation going. But the truth is, it, it amazes, I remember when I was young, it used to amaze me how quickly you wear off the Losh Hada. Because I've learned this from my own father, Oliver Shalom, if you feel very good about yourself, you don't care about others. My father, Oliver Shalom, never, almost—I remember ever him speaking Loshanata. He wasn't a, you know—he wasn't because such He wasn't a Talmud Chacham, and the reason was, he was—he was so happy with himself, He didn't care about it, you know. So what? What do you care about all others? It's like you talk to me about American football. I—it goes into money and the out there. Took me ha It took me a while to figure out how the game goes. Uh, if you have no interest in something, I'm not, if you meet someone. Well, oh, how was the game? I only knew it was a Super Bowl because I heard people screaming down the block. That's how I knew, I heard that. So I knew there was a Super Bowl going on because I came home and they were yelling and screaming. Wife says, you don't know what's going on? I says, no, she told me this. I said, how's it called? The Super Bowl party when they get together. If a person is not interested in negativeness of others, he's happy, you're not gonna speak gossip. That, I have said this story once. And I gave this marshal. Imagine a bunch of young people who like to gossip sitting at a the table. There's a hot gossip going around. And a bunch of young men, and, and one of the wives calls up his husband and says, I want to tell you something. I have a good news for you. I don't want you to tell anyone. I don't want any iron hutter. We just won the lottery. $50 million. And He's, okay. he puts the phone to the pocket and looks around Then he starts asking, Why are we gossiping? And they ask him, Who just called? The Chavetz Chaim just called you? What happened? All of a sudden, you don't want to. When you feel very good about things, you're not interested in gossiping. When you gossip, you'll notice it's you don't feel good about the situation. What do you have to talk about people? What What is that so interesting? You're not happy with yourself. If you're not happy with yourself, you talk about others. But if you're very happy with says, what do I care what others do? But that takes work. It takes work and the work that takes, you have to become happy with yourself and look at the goodness of other people, of everyone. And the more you look at the goodness of other people, the more you'll appreciate your own goodness. Instead of being busy, you know, critical. Unfortunately, many people walk around with a very critical thinking. And all they see is what's not good, you know. But the person should should work very hard to focus what is good, what does work, and what isn't. That makes a person much much better person. And the truth is, you have to remember when people, you know, general people—not talking about evil evil people—but general people have the same challenge as you and I have. And you don't know. That they how difficult their challenges is, you have no idea, we have no idea. Certain things are for people that doesn't even know what the problem is. For another person, this would be a, you know, I uh, will give you a simple motion. I was driving Friday on the freeway, and I had a blowout. My tire blew out, so I pulled over to the side, and there was there was no much shoulder, and I called AAA and. And knowing my own wife and daughter, if this would have happened to them, they would have been just washed, wiped, washed out and I didn't even come home. My wife says, you didn't come home? You you know, on the freeway to blow out a tire. And for certain people this will be so stressful, it's unbelievable. For other people, I've got a tire, what's a big thing? So it all depends what people could tolerate. This is not just a, a blowout of a tire. Certain people are challenged. They suffer from depression more than others. Certain people don't suffer from depression. Certain people are naturally you know, easy to get along with others. Other people have a much harder time. You can't judge. It's not that you are all of a sudden a big tzaddik. Certain things were born. Certain people are much more connecting. Certain are born not so connecting. Mm-hmm. Certain po- people have a much harder time you know how to mesh with others. Certain people don't. Now he was born this way. This is their challenge. Some certain people are have the challenge of being narcissistic. They didn't choose to go into the supermarket and said, "You know, I want to be narcissistic. I think it's a good idea, and I'm going to get myself narcissism." I was told by a professional once. I asked someone. Then, how does narcissism? This gets developed when the child is two years old, doesn't develop as I thought it developed much later. He says, No, he's shown studies. That is even more frightening. So, this person has a challenge, a hard challenge, and is getting along with people. A hard, terrible challenge. Other people, that's not the challenge. So, it's not we are better. Who says we are better? We only, you know, you look at a person who's being an angry person. Yes, you don't know what a life he had, how a difficult, difficult life the person had. I just met recently someone, and I've noticed that he's now going through a terrible time. And the person explained to me she had a horrible upbringing, a horrible upbringing, horrible. You know, like, we cannot judge. So what the trick is in life is to say, this is their challenges, don't focus on the negative, focus, Bar HaShem, person has this good character trait, whatever it is, whatever the person is, you have to just say, Bar HaShem, this is what they have, and this is their challenge, and we have different challenges. See, what happens is then, you feel so much happy about life. See, when you focus on the negative, You know, there's a saying in English someone told me if you lay down with a dog that has fleas, you get fleas too. Something like that someone's told me. If you lay down with the fleas, you get fleas too. If you lay down with with, with the dirt, you'll get dirt. If you focus on the goodness, the goodness will roll. And you'll see another person see, wow, this person really does a good davening. This person is such a kind person. This person does so much sadhaka. This person, you know, gets along with his mother better than I do you know, etc. all of a sudden, you are surrounded by goodness. But if a person always looks at the things that doesn't work by others, he's surrounded with fleas. So, it doesn't, I wanna say something very important. This takes work to change the way you think. It doesn't come by me speaking here for 45 minutes. You gotta slowly train your mind, to think differently. Just like, uh, uh, you know, I once said this, Dr. Tversky, some, my daughter, one of my daughters showed me that Dr. Tversky, one of his books, he explains this, and he has people fold their arms. And I, you know, tells everyone, fold your arms, and then tell everyone, fold the other way around. Everyone has a hard time. He says, you're just muscles. Your mind is also muscles. You got trained to look at one thing one way, you gotta retrain your mind. And after a while, it becomes very simple to you. Once you're able to look at things in a positive way, things become much, much, much easier for you to do to to do it. But you gotta change the way you think. And it breeds also happiness. Because when when you criticize others, I don't find, as I often said over here, I don't find when a person gets very angry and he says, You know what? I, you know, I, 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 let me say the story this way. I once came into shul and there was a guy eating potato chips. It was Mencha. And the guy points out to him, You know, these potato chips are not kosher. And he looks at the bag, I mean, uh, whatever it's called, a lace potato chip, or the, he says, Look at it, this doesn't have an OU. And he looks at it doesn't. Do you know why? It has cheese in it. The guy says, I'm wondering why it tastes so good. So, you know, he, but when a guy gets really angry, gets into a good fight with someone, with his wife, his spouse, whoever, it never happens. afterwards he says, you know, I shouldn't have gotten a good fight, but it feels great. It never feels good. The feeling of an argument, fighting everything, the same way when you judge people negative, it never feels good. You don't come and say, you know what? It feels so good, I put him down. Unless you're really angry at the person, you want to take revenge. But even that doesn't, doesn't have a good lasting taste. So do, do, for yourself, when you look at people in a positive way, you become much more positive. You become much happier. I told someone once, he was going to a table, Sean I said to him, why don't you sit down and think the good things that your wife do. Told me Friday afternoon. That's before. Canada, I think it's exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. He said he started crying because he realized that it's he made he's making. Uh, I say in English a mole a mole into a mountain. He realized the small things that was bothering him. He made it more than it is. All of a sudden, the whole picture. And I asked him. So he said to me, "Well, I, I thought of it. My wife runs the house." And she's a good mother, and she does this good. The, the positive things made him into a much better man. Helped him cope with the situation. Want to ask something? Meditation does that. He asked a very good question. It was a very, very important question. He just asked. How do you are conscious about your own thinking? Some people have it naturally, you do find out. Some people are just not aware. You gotta, if you take time to meditate, to talk to Hashem, or any meditation, slowly you become aware of your conscious. Become aware of who you are, what you are. But this is very important because the more you are aware who you are, what you are, the more comfortable you are with yourself. And the less you care if someone criticizes you. See, said, you know, I was a young child. This was something I was born with because I was a young child. My mother that I lived long, she's a wonderful mother, but she was a Holocaust survivor and criticized. I never took it personally. I remember she criticized me and I used to say, Mom, I'm in the kitchen, so I'm getting it now. Someone else would be in kitchen, someone else would get it. And my twin brother never looked at it that way. Because I, was, I, have a, I had a much earlier self awareness. My awareness was that I was aware about myself and I was aware, you know, so I didn't do the dishes the right way. So, what? I mean, uh, but if someone else would have been in the kitchen, someone else would have gotten the criticism. But that really comes when you meditate. The more you meditate, the more you realize, what am I doing? Where are my thoughts going? How am I thinking about life? I love it because it really, uh, you're able to know what you're doing in life. I love to meditate, for one of the reasons is, it helps you know who you are, helps you focus who you are, helps you think differently in life. You, you you could you could enhance your shalom You can enhance your friendship with others. Helps a person, but person is not aware self awareness. He he doesn't even realize that he's angry at his spouse. Doesn't even realize that uh, he's critical. Nothing to do because of his spouse. He had a hard day at work. So let's it out on others. I always tell people: anger gets shot always in the wrong direction. You have a tough day at work and you let it out on your wife and children. You had a tough day with yourself, you're in a bad mood for some reason. Anger always unfortunately, but you have a self-awareness, you know, I am in a lousy mood. If you could tell yourself that, you wouldn't let it out on others. If you could tell yourself I'm in an angry mood and I'm in a lousy mood, it doesn't mean that everyone is lousy. It doesn't mean everyone is angry. It's me. It's my day. I was, my children grow up and I would say, today is my turn to quetch. Well, you have a bunch of young teenagers and everyone is quetching, so they worked always great. I say I heard all of you quetch, but today I decided it's my turn. Everyone has to hear me quetch. But, you know, when you admit to yourself that you're in a not good mood, you are able to cope much better with it. But if you don't admit to yourself, then you're really, you let it out. It oozes out of yourself all the time. See, the most important thing you could tell yourself, not judge people for the positive way, is we, many of us, most of us who are general population, not evil, just struggling with daily life, all of us have different challenges. Everyone, let it be, certain people are, as I said, extremely self-centered. Extremely. They were born this way. Other people don't have is a problem. Certain people are much more, you know, men especially, but some men are much more sexually charged than others. So it doesn't mean that you're better. You don't have that challenge. Certain men are much more. Certain men are not such more. Certain, you know, certain same thing with women. Certain women are become extremely quickly emotional, certain don't have a thicker skin. That's where we're born, so it's terrible to judge someone with what they are. You could help them, understand them. I know you have a challenge. You have to overcome the challenge. I'll, let me give you some good advice. But who says you're better than them? What makes you think so, that uh, if you would be in their shoes, you would be better? Probably not. Because every one of us has their challenges in life. Certain people have many, many challenges. They could have a challenge of their own character flaw, and then have a challenge making a panosa that is not working, and a challenge with this, and a challenge with that. Life is extremely challenging. You know, there's a very famous Zoya. The Zoe says, why don't we eat Chometz and Pesach? Khametz represents the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah's powers to rise, to blow you up, make you think, arrogance. That's the key to the Yetzirah. So the says, so maybe we shouldn't eat Khametz all year round. Who needs the Yetzirah? You know what the answer to this is? We came down here to fight the Sahara. See, if we wouldn't have a Yetzirah, let me tell you something. Life would be very boring. Maybe every Sunday it would be the same thing. No yetzahar, no challenges. You would just do everything in a natural way. You know, uh, when I was young, I used to think to myself, a dog's life must be extremely boring. <laughs> or a cat. Sit, you ever notice cats, if you ever watch cats, could sit for hours long doing nothing. Imagine if you have no yetzahar and that's what your life would be, you'd be doing nothing. Eat, sleep, eat, sleep, awake. Well, uh, well what's life? The Bani gave us life and gave us the challenges of life. Instead of being angry about your challenges, this is my life. This is my challenge. You know that the metzor, to become clean, they have to take the eighth eris, the cedar wood, and the azo of a certain grass and dip it in. So everyone asks. Rashi explains why does he have to take the cedar bark? Cedar bark represents being haughty, arrogant. That's why you became a metzuyda. Humble yourself and become grass. So why did you just take the grass and say, "I got to become a grass"? See, if you are arrogant, that's who you were or are. You got to take that and work it out. You got to take the Azer with that. Can we would wish we could erase history of our life? Yes, my tshuva gets erased. Mm-hmm. But we would watch that this part, no one should ever see this part of my life, this part It's a natural thing. We all have that. But the trick is, truthfully is, is we, ha- we are what we are. We are what we experienced. I mean, it's not that we are. We, we experienced it. If a person was arrogant, he was arrogant. If a person did a sin, he, he did sin. We have to take that part and p- p- make it into humbleness. See, there's certain people who were born humble. Certain people are, you know, as a young child, or they are, have to be the talk of the family, and I have a grandchildren, one of my grandchildren, she has to be the center all the time. Uh, you know, all the time. I'm thinking, what's gonna be when she gets old? She's a young, sweet girl right now. So now, now it's cute when she wants to be the center. But I always think what's gonna be when she gets older. You know, it, it's her challenge. She should not choose, it's a challenge. And other people have other challenges. So, Sorry, it was my wife. And um, it's Pesach cleaning. So what I want to leave with you all is I know Pesach, pre-Pesach is nerve-wracking. And I always tell people before Pesach our shon bias gets challenged. Our nerves are sort of uh, on edge. And the thing is, if you put up a huge fake smile, you get through the day much better. It works all the time. No matter how agitated your spouse is, you walk into the house and you put up this huge fake, just with anyone. Remember, everyone likes a smile. Used to tell my daughters, I still have one left at home. But when they started dating, I used to tell them, you not only gotta get dressed correctly. The most important is how, not just your makeup, you know, young teen. T- it's the smile on your face that's gonna you make a huge, uh, huge thing because that's what people like—the smile. And if you smile, people smile back to you. You ever noticed? Give a person a smile, no matter what bad mood they are, they will. Remember one of my uh, daughters, she has a family, but I remember she was a teenager, and she would come home from school, and she was going through a tough time. She wouldn't smile, sit down at the dinner, and I would look at her till she cracked up. Till today's day, she thanks me about that. You know, she's a teenager, and I don't want to talk. You know, know, teenage with their moods. So I would just sit and stare in her eyes till she burst out laughing. And she would say, I don't want to laugh, don't make me laugh. But the truth is, where well, you got them to laugh, because no one, deep down, wants to be in a bad mood. Are people like to be in a bad mood. It makes them comfortable. But deep down, everyone wants to be in a happier mood. So you've got to fake it, too, for yourself. You've got to really fake it. And you'll notice, as t- as, well, the more you fake your mood, the <clears throat> The, the more you fake your mood, the, the, the it, 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 Any questions? That's nothing that's nothing. That's not a contradiction at all. Humility being outgoing has nothing to do. It's totally none. You could be outgoing and nice and sweet, but you're humble. you don't think that why am I more than the other person? What makes you think? There are many outgoing people who smile who are silly, strange sinners. You know, old actors and actresses who put up a smile as sinners. It's, you know, that's, yes. Uh, you go feel yourself, uh, good about yourself, not you, you better? No. You know why? You I mean, to, uh, you yes, he's asking a good question. If, let's say you're on Chakras this morning and you worked hard at it and even not so hard, but you feel good about it. You say, you know, I dove on the good chakras. Next time you'll also do a very good one. If you look and said my chakras was worthless. Half of my mind was there, the other half was there, and another the thing was uh, there. I remember mumbling the words, ah, my shakhres. You know what, tomorrow, probably you'll dove on less. But if you tell yourself, I took, uh, you know, the davening. Maybe five percent was good, but I'm so happy a five percent of it I got. See, in business, a person makes some money and he's so angry he didn't make more money, he's not going to be motivated. But he says, at least I got five. I remember once a salesman telling me that if he hits, he phone calls one out of ten, he feels great. So you know, I was like so shocked. And he was so proud. Other people, a person who feels a rejection, you know, I would, I would notice that people who are salesmen cannot be feel rejection. Because they hang up the phone on you. Someone once told me he doesn't want to call a, uh, doesn't want to call an office there just for information because they always hang up the phone in the middle of talking. I said, who? they don't even know who you are. But I noticed this person couldn't pick up the phone and call them. I feel rejected. Them. Rejecting you, they are <laughs> government paid guys. So that's why they do that. They hang up the phone. Nothing to do with you. They don't even know who you are. So when your person looks at the goodness of himself, Ah, I had a good Doshachos. Or maybe 5% of the Shachos was good. That will motivate you to do better. Or Bok Hashem, I got... I got to be smart. I, 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 mean, I will share a private story. One year, it wasn't so long ago. It was three years ago. My wife wasn't well already then, and my two daughters really helped enormously. The one, one is married, and one was very young, and they really helped my wife. And I wanted to surprise them with a gift for Pesach. Anyone knows who has girls? You don't buy jewelry for them because <laughs> everyone has their taste. So I figured out a way. I talked to a person who sells jewelry in the community, and I said to her, I am I want you to figure out, I, I wanna play on my daughters. She so said, I'm gonna send them over to you to buy a piece of jewelry for my wife, and you should ask them that you're buying a piece of jewelry for your sister, you wanna send them, which one they would choose? So this girl choose this one, this girl choose one, whatever they chose, I bought, and they had no idea. I gave them, they were laughing a whole shop when I gave it them but I felt so good that I hit a home run that every year before pays, I'm trying to figure out how could I make a double play, how could I do it again? You know why? Because I was very proud of myself that I did it. If I wouldn't have been proud of myself that I did it, I would never want to redo it again. When you're happy what you do, I'm gonna do it again. People get paid and they're happy, I got paid, they're gonna do a much better job. You ever, you ever notice you have workers? The ones who are happy what they do and they enjoy and they are proud what they're doing, those are the ones you want to hire. The ones who are angry, I'm so angry. I used to be a, an executive director of this, and I used to make a lot of money. Now I'm a contractor, blah, blah, blah. you know, and then I can do a good job. So the trick is, is to smile through life, and even when you fake it, it's going to be good. Okay. I think it's Thursday? Yes. Um, so let's talk. Are you working tomorrow? I, I am working tomorrow, but I can still try to call you. What time do you have a break during the day? I could try around lunchtime. Yeah, call me at lunchtime. Yeah. What time is lunchtime? Are you? I can do it somewhere between 12 and 2. Are you busy all day long? I can make a moment. Uh, call me at lunchtime. Call me at 1 o'clock. salad I thought it was like ice cream